we're having a powder party by celebrating our first powder supplier to the show. Join us in episode 19, where Jason Partain and Kyle Petrie from IFS Powder come to talk with us about their new line of open throttle powders. We find out how their information first approach carries throughout the IFS brand of companies. We'll also talk about new tech products that will help bring changes in applications, the future for IFS and the industry. It doesn't take long before they shock me with a bombshell announcement that will change the way you do business with them. Oh, that face I make. Get ready to level up your powder coder game. Welcome to Roscoe's Powder Coder Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kim Scott. Our weekly podcast interviews influencers and covers trending topics so powder coders can effectively learn and grow their business. Uh, I'm happy to introduce a couple of really great guys from IFS Powder. Uh, They're here to feature and we're just going to talk shop, talk powder, talk tech uh all day today so i'm happy to introduce first off is jason partain and he is an ifs application engineer and has been working in the coatings industry for about 25 years he genuinely enjoys helping coders solve problems and is also into kit cars auto refinishing and all things powder welcome to the show jason thank you first of all thank you from ifs for having us on and thank you from the powder coat side for you know trying to do something positive and, and getting everybody involved and and yeah. uh, helping each other out so my pleasure i really do enjoy doing the podcast and meeting all of you of course we're far off in hawaii so we feel so isolated sometimes yeah. and maybe i just need some friends i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um next up is kyle petrie did i say that right kyle uh petrie Petrie, yeah, sorry. That's the other, everybody says it wrong. It's okay. <laughs> it's the British way to say it. I don't there know. You go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're actually a business process architect, which woohoo, I'm going to find out what that means. And um, you're a self-confessed gearhead or gas head. And uh, you love all things automotive, race cars, and take pride in uh, your rides. So maybe we can get in there and talk about some rides that you have. And um, and that's one of the reasons why you're here today, because we're going to talk about a new line uh, called Open Throttle. And uh, that's what I want to get to know you about, as well as some other things. So, Kyle, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. So business process architect, what my job is, is I do a lot of the uh, uh, from I'm more from an IT side of things where I handle all of our manufacturing systems, um, our you know order entry systems, everything that from when you place an order to when we ship the order is all run through the system I manage. And wow. so um, one of uh, you know one of my big things is is building out a customer experience. So whether the customer is the person buying the powder or the person who works in our company, that they have a really good experience with our systems. So. So it's well, beneficial good, to the customer yeah, as well. Yeah, that's a good, that actually sounds like a fun job. I, I'm kind of jealous, actually. I, I'd probably like that job. It is. It is a lot of fun. 
Unfortunately, so, he has to deal with people like me that make it not so fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, how you handle, oops, sorry, I got to put my phone on D&D. Hold on just a minute, okay? All right. That'll be one thing we cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Maui Powder Works. <laughs> I have been getting, I always forget to put the D&D &D on. Um, Are your car warranty? Yeah. No, it's just like a blank. It's like a blank thing, you know? Um, it's like nobody's there. Like they're just testing the line, probably to scam and scamming, <laughs> you know? Probably. Oh, uh, gosh. I don't know how many people get that all day long. But, um, okay, so where did we leave off? Um I talked about myself and then you said, and then the phone rang. So, okay. Um, so let's get into open, open throttle. Oh no. Well, let me get back to you, Jason, because okay. actually we didn't kind of talk about what exactly it is that you do. So what is an application engineer? Can you. So, so it's my job. It's kind of a wide, wide range of stuff, but not only to, to, be a technical service person for a customer, but but I spend a lot of my time making their process run better, making our product run better in their process, finding ways to to make it more efficient, more cost effective, things of that nature. So, you know, an application engineer is not just, you know, call them when, when something's wrong, come in and tell me how to fix it. You know, a lot of our stuff is, is I'll spend the day, like today, I spent half the day with a new customer First time they'd ever pulled the trigger on a powder gun. And we were side by side for four hours with you know, all suited up and him learning how to spray and me telling him what he needed to do the whole time. So that's crazy. You know, it's that's a, amazing. Yeah, it's a wide variety and every day's a little different. Every customer's a little different. You know, we already know every product's a little different. So it uh it it stays interesting, that's for sure. I like jobs like that that just change up every day. And I think that's why I like powder coating because, you know, a new, you get a new job or an antique or um, somebody's special item or their car, they want to customize to make their own personal, you know, make their, uh, their look and feel or their brand. Right. Um, yeah. It's nice to be able to deliver that to people. You know, um, so let's talk about that open throttle because that is uh, kind of why we're here. So you guys okay. sent me the um, samples. I have them right here. I love the fact that you guys have um, these already on a ring uh, for your showroom. I just Love it. In fact, I should have brought over the other, the Polychem ones. It's hard to say. A lot of people don't know that Polychem does a, a wide range of these groups and, and they got them already ready to go, ready to ship out for you to, to see. So Yeah, it's it makes it nice. You don't charge for samples, do you? Not normally. You know, no. I, if you're a customer of ours, you're definitely not going to be charged. If, you know, somebody just kept on calling, calling and calling at some point, you never know. But yeah. But, well, uh, there are some companies out there that do charge for samples. And I, I was just so amazed um, when I got my architectural ones. And of course, I 
I know you guys through that, um, right. you know, we don't order as much as I, I would like to um, be, and I don't know why that is because I'm always pushing it. And I think it, of the times that I have, and this is what I like about it is your texture line mm -hmm. is incredible. Like you have such a wide range. Um, and I know the one time we ordered, a lot of times people have these custom, you know, luxury homes uh, right. here in Maui and they want, they had a tile that they needed us to match because, you know, they have those outlet covers that go into the floor, uh -huh. the brass ones. And we usually cut coat those for people to have that kind of seamless. So you're not seeing brass in the middle of like all white tile or something like that. And we picked one perfectly for that um, and stuff. So it was nice to, kind of match it up to that textured tile. And that's what I liked about your coatings. There are just so many of them. I should probably bring the ring over so people can see, but you actually sent over this um, uh, huge brochure. I love this brochure. If so, you guys so get that's this. Our, that's our Polychem brochure. And, yeah. and the nice thing about that one is it's actual painted chips. That's not a ink printed uh, right. yeah. actual painted chips, uh, you know, in that magazine. So, and I'll the, tell you why I like it. Here's why I like it. This is the first like brochure and I have a lot of them. I've got, I've got Cardinal, I've got Tiger, I've got, uh, uh, Axel Noble, you know, I've got TCI, I've got them all over there. And but this is the first one that I saw that has, it's like you group them all together on one page or in one brochure, all the, it's like a, a brand preview. Uh, you know, I know you have more than this, but. And, like, and, and just by looking at that, the rings we're talking about are those exact same colors. So those collections yeah. in that Polychem book, you can get a ring of every one of those collections. Yes. Yeah, so. If you do call or, you know, if you reach out to Polychem, make sure you get this brochure. It's just such a nice one to show people um, and stuff. So like, okay, so let's break this down because I, uh -huh. I feel like we're going a little too far ahead, but so there's IFS and then there's Polychem. Is that similar to like how you sub-brand within a brand? No, there's a little difference in them. So IFS is where we truly manufacture all our powders. And it's, you, you hate to say it's a general industry because it's not, it's, it's all different groups, but it, it is where we make every chemistry, every product, every type of customer. Polychem, we don't manufacture powder in Polychem. We take the powders that we already have and adjust them accordingly to make custom products uh, in small volume, you know, instead of having to buy a 55 pound custom. I think you and I talked about this the other day. Uh, you can order a five pound custom from Polychem. And most people don't realize that, that Polychem, if, if it's not a really difficult color, will match a five pound custom uh, on, on their division. So, one of them is truly a manufacturing facility. The other is more of a, a custom side of the business. Okay. 
Well, hold on, guys. I just lost my video feed, so I'm going to continue to work on this. But as always in a podcast, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but let me share my screen so that we can talk about Open Throttle. And I'll just pull up the website. Okay. In fact, um, let me just uh, here. We'll just. Um, it's all oh, right. Here it is. Um, and let me try to fix my, I don't know what I did with my camera. So hold on, let me just plug it in and. Yeah, it's just got a picture of your. Yeah. Cover. There you are. Hey, there, there you are. I am. It's like you just hit one little, you know, like I had my leg wrapped around the cord. So I was just trying to move it out. And of course, it just all went like to shit. So um, anyways, OK, so continuing on. Um, so here's open throttle. Um, and we have tell us more about how this line came to be. Why? Why did you choose the colors in here? Um, and. I don't know, Kyle, do you feel comfortable talking about this or do we want to continue with Jason? Uh, well, we can have Jason talk a little bit and then I have some other stuff we can talk about regards to open throttle, maybe once he kind of gives the back backstory. Okay. Okay. Sure. So so really what open throttle is, is 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 Polycam is is a division where we make something and ship in five to seven days out of what we already have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we found that because of that, some people want to order and have it shipped that day. And and in the custom world, that's kind of what the expectation is. So our, our first goal at this is to, to take uh, our most popular colors that we tend to sell to, to the smaller custom shops and begin to stock those. So if you call me today and say, I need five pounds of uh, auto black or or the, the red uh, uh, transparent, that we can literally have it stocked, loaded up, shipped, going out to see. So in the past, that's not always been the case. So yeah. it, it's kind of a way to us, for us to meet some of those needs of, of wanting a, a, a good custom color, but wanting to order it from a stock position and not waiting for it to be made. And these are the colors that were most common. And who's to know, there might be some more added to that as this grows a little bit. Uh, and we see other colors that are that are common that, that people are wanting. But this is, uh, I think it's 32 is where we started, about mm -hmm. 32 colors. And, you know, you can order five pounds to how much ever, you know, in, in any of these. Yeah, and I'm looking at the uh, brochure here and I mean, you've got a lot of blacks and silvers and grays, uh, which I think are important because they send they tend to. Um, but I, I mean, you've got the pop of color, too, because you've got, yeah. you know, the neon stuff, too, that everybody we've likes. We've got the neons in there. We've got a good group of translucents in there. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I, you know, one thing a lot of people don't know is our, our silvers and our metallics, we do all that bonding in house, you know, we don't ship that out to somebody else and, and wait for it to come back. So mm. we're pretty proud of our metallics department. Uh, they do a good job. And, and, uh, that, I think that's one thing that sets us apart from, from some other people. Yeah. Um, even that, um, you know, you kind of got a bronze in there too. Those are so hard to, you know, like there's a lot of bronzes and bronzes. I just love bronze rims. Well, I, I I love the architectural bronzes. You know, we got two or three of those that are super colors, you know. Yeah. That lay down really nice, you know. Yeah. So, um, okay, let me stop sharing my screen and um, I'll share with you the brochure that you can get. Um, and... These are, you know, obviously these are just a grouping of powders that, that they have put together to kind of make it easier to choose uh, or regularly choose uh, from this catalog so that you can get it the same day or shipped out the same day and stuff in smaller quantities. So I, I like that you guys are realizing that custom coders, small guys need smaller quantities. <coughs> They're not the big uh, the bigger companies that do massive, uh, architectural projects and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and we're, you know, we do, we want to do both ends of that spectrum. We, we mm -hmm. want to have the small customer. We want to be their go-to person. We want to have the big customer and, and be their go-to person. You know, I said it before, that's a tough job to do. And, you got to change a few things along the way and learn, learn some new ways to do things. But, you know, I think we, we don't want to, we don't want to be thought of as well. I can't get stuff from them. They're too big for me or I can't get yeah. the right amount. So, you know, this is our first bigger effort into going down that road. And I think, mm -hmm. I think you'll continue to see that grow. So Yeah. And Kyle, yeah. that's kind of what you do, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, you know, we've even, uh, over the last few months, restructured our sales group, where we even have a, a area where they are strictly focused on the on smaller companies. So we have people out there uh, so that we can cover the whole spectrum. And, and you had our website up there for a minute. We are um, in in the middle of a project right now where we're we're completely replacing and upgrading our manufacturing system and order entry system and everything. Where we're going to actually have a, a, an e commerce store. So you know. Companies like, you know, like the, you know, you're kind of the people watching this, this podcast that are job shops and guys that are out working on their, their, you know, their jobs all day, may not come back to their, to actually order the powder for the next job until six, seven, eight o'clock or whatever, especially if you're out there in Hawaii, where you are, you know, it's already way late and you know there's you know everybody's gone home for the day and oh shoot i needed to order this for this product you know so we're, we're going to have that e-commerce site we're, we're shooting for the end uh you know uh, end of summer fall next year we're going to have that up and running um and that's going to cover all of our brands so we're gonna have ifs polychem and open throttle we'll all have a, an e-commerce store this uh, is big news yeah <laughs> where's the confetti and stuff like I, I feel like going you know like <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot someone when it goes live but uh, <laughs> until then we'll, uh, we'll add in some sound bites and stuff later I mean seriously this is way uh, you're blowing me away because I was just going to come to you and bitch about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean why can't a company like as big as you guys have this you know and right. I think it's awesome that you guys are uh, 
taking that step step and i know that building an e-commerce site is a huge undertaking i mean it, you know it is it is yeah. yeah, it is. And on top of, you know, us trying to upgrade our whole manufacturing process throughout this and then bolt that on top of it. And it's been a lot of work for for uh, myself and, and my team. Um, but we know that once we do it, our, our support to our customers is going to be a whole nother level. It um, is. So we're super excited about that. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, that's huge news. And I'm happy to hear it because, um, you know, your website, I do have I do have issues with it still, but I mean, like for the most part that that's really good news about the e-commerce and adding to it, because I, I think that you're right. Uh, if you're going to appeal to smaller and, and have, there's no reason why you can't be making money when you're not open these days, you know, I mean, this is pretty much what's brought to the whole, you know, shutdown pandemic thing is just evolving your company to make sure that it, it can run 24 seven, you know, of course, supply chain issues are a whole nother thing, but hopefully you're not having too much of an in, being impacted by that right now as much as others. But, um, you know, uh, it's been, it, it's, uh, it, when you have that broader scale, um, where you're appealing to the smaller guy and the super big guy, you should be able to do both, um, yeah. And you mentioned the supply chain. I've actually, I've had a lot of conversations with our procurement team where, you know, I asked, I said, are we going to have supply issues? Do I need to go and build something into our system in regards to that? And they said, no, because we have those big customers, we're able to negotiate with our purchase power to have that stuff in stock. And then not only can we supply them, we can supply the, you know, um, the smaller companies as well, and we can cover everything. And, and our supply issues have been you know, really non-existent. Thank, oh, thank goodness. Good. Yeah, there's been a lot of hard work on our on our team back at Gainesville to make sure we haven't had issues, especially this year during COVID. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, especially that TGIC. You know, um, hard to might be harder and harder to get. So um, okay, so let's let's move on to the videos because. That's where I started paying attention more to IFS. I'm not a powder coater. I'll pretty much the listeners know that by now, but I do have extensive uh, industry knowledge. I do have extensive uh, restoration knowledge and painting knowledge. But uh, I was getting these in my email and every now and then I'd click on them and they're just super. But then when I went to go about a month or two later, I'm like, hmm, what am I doing on a Saturday? I'll go check this out. You know, I'm just chilling on my iPad. And I'm like, where are those freaking videos? I can't find them on your site. And you guys have, to your credit, uh, and I'll share my screen here on the homepage. Uh, but uh, to your credit, you do have a lot of information on your site. But yeah. that's also a problem too. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and I know a couple of times I've had to had to call and ask how to get to them <laughs> so <laughs> I could find them. But but with that said, we we spent a lot of time. It's probably been that, that's been a two to three year process. I can remember sitting in the car on a conference call for an hour or two at a time with with other tech service guys and and Fiona our marketing specialists and and others to take notes and we pick a topic 
maybe it's metallics today or maybe it's application issues and we'll talk about it for an hour and and take all the notes on the goods and the bads and all that and, and we've made webinars out of those you know dave has done a whole series of small short videos whether it be application or uh, testing methods and just a, a pretty wide range of stuff yeah so, you could actually use it to train your employees i mean it's yeah. that good yeah. uh you could have it as your own in-house <laughs> you don't need to make the videos for your own brand or your own company just go to ifs and and send them there but i literally had to save that link um in my trello board just so i could refer back to it later in case we were we were training somebody because i couldn't find it again it took me hours to find it again so i'm happy to, you know i personally had to save it in my favorites but um <clears throat> you know and there's there's some super good information <laughs> there because i've been to 25 years dave's probably been doing it for 70 or 80 he's an old guy <laughs> and he's gonna laugh when he hears this one but <laughs> alex has done it you know 25 or 30 years and literally us three and a few other people talking on the phone and just throwing out all those things and it's amazing what all comes out of that sometimes so yeah he that guy has a way of uh of the, of the videos that i've seen he has a way of just breaking it down to the least common denominator so that your grandma will know how to powder coat by the time you're done watching these videos and and some people that are experienced might think that's a little too much but for somebody that doesn't know what they're doing you got to do it that way you know you have to go that route so yeah it, it you know whether you're a new coder just starting out with your new company where you're just in your garage, whatever, or you're hiring a new employee and it's day one and you like looking at each other with blank faces, uh, just put them in a room and just let them absorb all this information. A lot of people today are um, just visual learners and it's somehow between the two of application and visual learning, you know, and I think it's because a lot of custom coders have an artistic, uh, they work from that side of the brain maybe, yes. Yes, uh, from the right side. And uh, so it's easy for them to see, I mean, we just did a podcast um, last week where we were sharing coder to coder. We were just sharing our a video of how we do hot flocking and stuff. And so he just had questions left over from a podcast that we'd done when we first started about it. Mm -hmm. And it was before we did video and stuff. So it's just our voices. And he had so many questions because he wanted to visually see what we were talking about. And a lot of people need that today. Yeah. And, you know, something interesting is, you know, before I came, I've been with IFS now for about two and a half years. But before I came here, I worked for a metal uh, fabricating company and they had two powder coating lines. But I didn't know anything about how to do this or the things you look for in powder. So I would be in meetings after I came to IFS and I'm going, oh, my God, what, what are they talking about? I don't know what any <laughs> of this is. And uh so, you know, I watched some of these videos and, and now it's like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Oh, OK, so it, it helps me working there when I'm building our systems out. I know, oh, hey, this this kind of fits what 
what they're talking about. They might like this. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I am at the PCI meetings. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> I just kind of keep my mouth shut and try to listen in on, you know, because these people are just so laser focused on, you know, that they're when they're in these uh, these groups and stuff, they're very laser focused in their jobs and they know a lot of technical information where I'm kind of just an all around gal, you know? Um, so I hear what you're saying, you know, when you're in that uh, realm, you know, so to speak, and you guys do that too. You're, you, you're focused on just what you're doing um, and, you know, helping coders get through their problem solving. I mean, that's pretty much what you're doing, Jason, right? It's just technical problem solving. Yeah, yeah. and like I said, uh, a lot of technical stuff. Hopefully it's hopefully it's for improvements and not fixing an issue or something. But hey, issues happen. You know, like issues happen on our behalf, on the on the customer's behalf. So, you know, we spend the the three of us spend a lot of time on the road and in customers, and and something I don't think a lot of people realize. So, I might be in a million dollar customer today. I might be in a customer that spends $500 tomorrow. You know, it's that simple. If if I'm already there and we get a call that says, hey, I'm having so such and such, it's nothing for us to stop in and, and help that person too. So it, I think a few of them are like, wow, I've never had anybody stop here before. Well, it's not something I can do every week, but if if I'm there and, and, and able, why not do it? So. Yeah, and I think, you know, we kind of talked about this a couple of days ago. We were just kind of, hi, hi, you know, and we did want to talk about this because there's a difference between what you're, you know, like this typical model is the sales guy who wants that next powder order from, you know, XYZ company, but they don't necessarily know um, uh, any much about powder coating in terms of an applic from an applicator's point of view. And that seems like uh, there was an earlier podcast where we talked about that. I think the one with Ashton, where he was just saying, you know, like I just kind of stood around and really didn't do anything for me. I needed answers to how to powder coat or what, how to solve this problem. And, and for me, I can't speak for all the other guys, but for me, I've got 10 years of on the floor experience in a manufacturing facility, a very large one, you know, buying eight to $10 million worth of powder, liquid and pretreat. I live that every day. I know what I expected when somebody come into my facility for service. So my expectation, I try to meet my expectations when I go into somebody's facility. And usually they really appreciate that because it's not a sales call. It's a, it's a help me, help me do what I need to do. Type yeah. Situation. And I think coders, you know, I think they do know that there are these really big industrial powder coders out there that need this help, right? Where they got million dollar jobs on the line, but you know, um, Kyle, I mean, that's kind of where you come in, right? You know, you're there to make them feel important and special and stuff like that. Cause I think that that's kind of like part of the, mystique behind IFS and what makes you sort of different is this customer service level where other corporations that sell maybe might sell more than you just don't get or don't have. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah. So that's, that's been a, 
one thing I've noticed right off the bat when I when I joined IFS was that we are we are so laser focused on the customer experience. And, and that's how I look at doing my own job is you always start with the customer experience. What is the customer gonna gonna get out of this? You know, are they gonna be happy? And then we work back from there. And so it's whatever we need to do to make sure that the customer gets what they want. So, you know, like I said, from my perspective, launching in this e-commerce store, uh, we, you know, reoccurring emails throughout their order process, uh, making sure they know where things are at, what's happening, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, we have you know, guys like, you know, Jason that help you out no matter how big you are. Um, you know, we, we wanted to really be focused on that because you talk to some of these bigger guys, it's like, if you're not buying a ton from us or you're not, or you're, you know, you know, they don't necessarily may not care or, you know, someone like Jason, like where he goes and helps somebody, but he's not a salesman. He's not going to go in there and try to, you know, Hey, hey I helped you with this problem here. Now I'm going to shove a whole bunch of powder at you. You got to buy it. Cause I'm here, you know, he, Jason's not selling anything. He's, but he's going to help you out no matter what, because we know, you know, you might help out a guy that's going to buy, it's only bought a couple boxes from us, but he's going to go talk to his friend and say, Hey, you know what? IFS came in here. I only bought three boxes from them, but this guy came down here and he helped me out and he talks to somebody and they talk to somebody and they talk to somebody. And there you go. We, we know that that's, that, that stuff kind of happens. So, you know, we really want to make them happy. And, and well, I, I like that, you know, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jason. Well, I, I was just going to say, I, I would get in trouble if I didn't make this statement because our owner, says it all the time. And our mission statement is to do, deliver unparalleled service and products to the industry. I mean, that is the first statement that you should know out of IFS. So all that comes back to that, you know. It, it does, what, and it shows in what you're saying with us today and uh, the big news about e-commerce and stuff. And I think that a, a custom coder can definitely get behind that. And the, And the reason for that is because they too get word of mouth business. Um, many of them uh, will, because they've done such an exceptional job on restoring a project for someone, could be friends, could be family, it doesn't matter, you know, could just be a, just someone walking into their shop. But that's how we grow as custom coders. We've mm -hmm. always grown that way, um, you know, and we don't have the big budgets for marketing or you know, uh, doing the, doing all the things that bigger companies get to do, uh, kind of just a one man band happening all the time. And so I think it's great, um, because it's something philosophy wise that first of all, you're, you know, it's just the philosophy behind it in the first place between, um, how we go about operating our businesses. And you're just saying that from a, even as big as you guys are, you're still carrying on that same value system. Well, great, that's perfect. Nothing more to say. <laughs> mm -hmm. I left everybody speechless with that one. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so um, let's talk about some of your other products because we did mention um, you have some other stuff that I can't remember the name of it is now. Go yeah, ahead. So Kyle, you want to go or me? Well, I guess it depends on which one we want to start with. And <laughs> if you want to share your screen too, go right ahead. Um, well, Kyle, if you have something to share, that's fine. I don't have anything up with me right now, but you know, 
we've made two big pushes over the last, well, we've made more than two, but probably the, the two most well-known are last year we we got in a thermoplastic business and have have been manufacturing and selling and, and starting to grow that side of the business. And then this year we have uh, jumped off into the, the low cure wood or non-metal substrate coating. Right. And so what's the purple plas? Puroplaz. Puroplaz is the thermoplast, the thermal okay. product line. Okay. And and just like your regular powder coatings, there's several different chemistries there to 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 go across a, a wide range of, of uses. But I've done several trials here lately. Uh, most people always talk about that as being a dip process. We have a very good version that sprays. Uh, you can get seven to ten meals easily uh, with a, with the same equipment you're using for for regular thermal sets. Interesting. Obviously, you don't have the the cure issues with it because it does a cross link like a like a thermal set wheel. So it's a matter of just getting it to flow out and and uh, become smooth, and then you're done and ready to go. So it it it's something I was never around that much or felt like I needed to 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 use or have. After being around it some, it, it really does have some, some good uses out there. So I'm gonna share the um, YouTube video, um, if I can, because- uh, I've got it pulled up here too, if you, you want. Do can, you? Yeah. I can show that for you. Yeah, if you don't mind. Getting ready, I was gonna show that. That's, um, thank you. Um, so. I saw this today uh, from Chris Redding and, um, so this is actual wood and you guys have put on a coating, a, a powder coating yep. right yep. over the wood. And you're using, it looks like you're using different kinds of wood too. Like yeah, so several of those are actual hardwoods, yes. Hardwoods, yeah. Okay. And are there any MDFs in there as well? Yeah, I think the, the piece in the middle is gonna be an MDF, that square yeah. and the white one in the middle on the bottoms probably an MDF type board, but those wood colored boards, I believe are, are all hardwood with, yeah. a clear, with a clear powder. With just a clear coat over it. That's or really a, cool. Or a tinted clear or something of that nature, yeah. Yeah, it looks tinted, it, it could be, yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost like a, a translucent kind yeah, of, yeah. Like a translucent, yeah. That's and, cool. And you know, when I first heard about this, I was like, well, you can powder coat wood? Like, I, yeah. I had no idea it was even something you could do. And I said, well, tell me, why would you do that? And they go, well, think about cabinets in your kitchen. You want to, you're going to knock things on them. You're going to spill stuff on them. You know, there's, you know, you can do whatever you want, paint, coat them with this and, and they're more durable. And I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have ever even thought about that. It's true. And, but this one looks kind of shimmery here. Um, yeah, that one there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that like a metallic or? So I'm going to guess it's not a metallic, but we do make a texture. So it might just be a texture. Oh, it could be just in the sunlight uh, yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But these colors are really nice. And um, I, I just, you know, Kyle, you're right. I just don't know why when someone says you can powder coat over wood and the answer is yes. And then somehow the conversation just kind of ends there. It doesn't really continue <laughs> on into like... Well, how about, you know, and I, I don't know, I guess it's just not fully developed enough or, or, or what it is that. 
Well, I guess it's, you know, people are have probably spent forever, you know, thinking, oh, if I'm going to do wood, it's going to be a liquid, liquid painter, you know, uh, whatever. And, and I just never really thought about that until I asked that question and they go, oh, you can do all these extra things with powder and then you can, you know, and I'm like, oh, it kind of does work that way. Okay. And yeah, this is, um, you know, it's kind of a game changer in a sense. I mean, in terms of getting rid of um, liquid coatings or not getting rid of them completely. I don't know if we'll ever be able to do that, but at least being able to compete a little bit more strongly against um, uh, solvent type paints uh, and that have, that can get you that same toughness and durability, you yeah, know? A lot of people don't realize the process for those cabinet doors in, in a liquid process. It's not an easy, spray it one time and walk away from it and go on. It's it's hard work and a lot of work yeah. and, and costly. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some steam here and, and uh, get get a lot deeper into that business. And yeah, I was looking to see. Yeah, I'd a- like to see. I, I would really, you know, of course, I'm refinisher. So like I we used to refinish furniture back in the day. So, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of partial to wood just because I spent so many time, so much time working on it all these years and rattan and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, we did, you know, of the times that we did do cabinets and we did, uh, we would do redo cabinets um, and repaint cabinets about two or three times a year for, for, you know, and that's, it, it's all over the place. Like it's all over tables and you've got some over here curing and over there, and then you've got to flip both sides and, you know, like it's quite a process, um, it, you know, and so, yeah, what you're seeing isn't really, really what, uh, how, how you achieve it, right? You know, just pop it. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be nice to really see how far this goes and, and if it can really change, change a lot of minds for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, let's see what else is, uh, what do you guys see? I mean, we just kind of talked about what's changing in the industry. I mean, this literally is a, a game changer in terms, but what else do you see trends changing in the industry at all i mean maybe jason you you're out out on the out on the street talking to the coder everyday coder well and you know one of the things we've kind of hit on on the edges is you know i grew up as a process engineer in a large coding facility and that was my job and most large companies had that as we go farther along there's not companies that have process engineers anymore they have a manager and they have a sprayer and they have somebody running pre-treat, whatever those jobs are. So, and then on top of that, what's happened this year with COVID is we've had to step back and figure out how we're gonna help customers without being in their shop, which can be a chore. So, uh, you know, we've took a big swing at a few things and trying to be accessible and things of that nature. We started a tech service hotline that anybody can call you don't oh right you know, I don't, when you call it we don't answer hey do you buy powder from us you know this is jason from ifs how can i help you so uh we get calls from somebody wanting to order five pounds of powder to we've had the president of companies million dollar companies ask 
us questions about how he could help his operation. So it, it's something we started earlier this year and it, it rings directly to, to Dave Merritt, myself or Alex Arkey, you know, the three tech guys that, that are, are, are part of IFS. So you you go directly to one of us if you, if you call that number. Yeah, and I'm gonna put that up on the screen. So I found it on your, I think this is your homepage. Um, it just says ifscodings.com, but there's, this is the number, right? Is what you're talking about. That's yep. it. This that's is it. it. And then it's also right here as well. There's tech service hotline. I think that's brilliant. You guys really, you guys really did a number on, on this. I mean, it's still, still a million pages to go through on your website, but to be <laughs> honest with you, <laughs> I mean, uh, you put the most vital stuff, training webinars, tech service hotline. I mean, uh, here's your row line. I mean, you've got all this other stuff, but you, you seriously don't even need to go past these three uh, pictures right here on your website because it's all right here. This is what you need, your, your essentials right here from IFS. But, but I think that's gonna be a challenge moving forward is how do we, how do we deal with all customers because some of them just don't want you in their in their building right now, you know, and it and it might stay that way for a while. So, how can we still be helpful, still service people the way they need to be serviced, and 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 it's it's going to be a challenge for a while, I think. So, yeah, because yeah. you know what, it's kind of funny because you know you've got this, the, it you know the two different kinds of customers, you know, the small custom coder like us, and then these big companies and. They don't want you in their buildings because it's so much trouble and liability and stuff. And then there's these guys that just need access to information. So you, you're actually really solving two problems with this um, updated homepage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was kind of funny how this tech service number came to be about was uh, we had actually, I had to transition us to a whole different phone system because we started sending people home. We had everybody working from home and our phone system couldn't handle that at the time. Um, so I set one up. It's actually the computer I'm using right now run, is running our phone system <laughs> for right now. Um, wow. But it's really cool because I had that all set up. So uh, it was between um, some of our salespeople and Fiona, uh, our marketing director, she, they were like, hey, we want to set up this phone number that's going to ring right to our tech service team. And I said, hmm. And I went in, it took me about 30 minutes. I had it all set up and I had sent instructions to Jason and the other members of our tech service team. I said, hey, install this app on your phone. And in about 30 minutes, if anybody calls this number, your phone's going to ring. <laughs> and so um, it took me about oh a half, about, about a couple hours and I had this number all set up uh, and uh, and it's awesome. So it's just an app on all of our tech service team, like like Jason was saying on their phone. So you call that and you're bugging all of them. Kyle doesn't see that I get to see is it, it rings to Dave first if he doesn't answer it rings to me if I don't answer it rings to Alex so I, something I'm proud of is if if Dave doesn't answer it and it gets by him because he's in the middle of something and can't get to it Dave will call me and say hey did you take that call and, and I'll do the same thing because we get the number you know the right. number shows up in the thing so it it's it's that's what we do. If that thing rings, if we don't answer it, we'll call you back. We'll, we might have to figure out who called and why they called, but 
you know, there's a number there. I'd that, rather that, get three calls to make sure that my question got answered right. You know, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, talk about like being there for me. That's the ultimate, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes you get off the phone with somebody and you're like, oh, damn, I forgot to ask that question or, you know, like, or there could be, you know, if you do end up calling somebody twice, well, then they, you know, they got even more questions to answer after that, you know. And I know out of several of those, so that's a that's a line that rings to that. I know after several of those conversations, that customer leaves with my personal cell phone number, and they call me back whenever they want to, and yeah. that's fine because that's what we do, you know. So it it's a hotline at first, but it it can become a, a source of, of of use. So yeah, and I think that's awesome. I mean, and I I'm amazed, Kyle, at how fast you did that. Yeah, I used to be a phone system engineer. So (laughs) before I moved into, well, actually, while I was doing it at my last job. So I, I kind of had some of that background knowledge. And and then now we're going back and upgrading our main system so that it won't run in my house after the new year. But, uh, (laughs) but because I had some of that background knowledge, we were able to set this up really fast. And again, it's all about taking care of the customer. So and we wanted to give that opportunity. So you know what? I am, I'm so impressed right now. I, uh, I can't wait to pitch IFS Walmart and Polychem. I really cannot wait because this is really, um, you know, I, a lot of times, you know, when you're getting the showroom going and you, nobody can see my showroom right now because it's on the other side, it's behind the computer monitor, but I mean, this little showroom, I trust me, I wanted a bigger one, but you know what? I'm happy with what I have. And I got my polycam right here. I've got the brochures over there. And uh, I am just going to start. I'm just going to start showing that first because I really want to see who's going to pick that next color from you guys. I'm super stoked. And and I know that you guys have my back. You know what I mean? So that's really cool for me to know that um, you guys have my back and, and that soon I'll be able to order anytime I, I need to, you know, online and stuff like that. And I think we made a deal since you're in Hawaii that they're going to let me bring over some supplies and deliver them. We've all argued about who gets to go to Hawaii to give you tech support. So you would be the first. So you're the first on the podcast and you'd be first walking through my showroom because I have not, I've had other powder coaters from the States come over when they're on their Maui vacation. And I mean, like you're on a vacation in Maui. What's, what's the first thing you do as a powder coater? You go see another powder coater, what, you know, but uh, that's always the first question we ask them when they come in, you're like, what are you doing here? Get to the beach, you know? But I think there's that curiosity of how we do things and what are you doing over here and how are you doing it over here kind of thing, you know? So it's always great to meet a powder coater, but yes, you would actually be the first company to come and and, and uh, give us a sales call or a tech call for sure. And I'd love it. I'm just going to say you never know because I've had people in Maine tell me that nobody ever comes by and I've driven there right into their shop. Uh, there's not a state that I haven't been in over the last five years. So, wow. I haven't you been get, You get around, Jason. 
I'm an old road warrior, so. Cool. So let's talk real quick about your side hobbies, what you guys like to do. Kyle, what's your what's your uh, what's your project, your car project right oh, now? Oh yeah, so now we're now we're talking. So now we're talking. Uh, you know, it was funny when I again when I first came on to IFS, and I I can't. What's it's kind of cool when you walk in the front door um, into the office. Right to the right is a huge window, and it looks right into our color lab. So you could see all the guys that are doing the formulation of our new products and everything. And and the first time I came to the plant, I looked in that door, and I was watching all this stuff and. The first thought that came to my mind is I go, you know, if I wanted to powder coat my rims, I said, can I just come over here and talk to these guys? And <laughs> like, I, I didn't know anything else about the company yet or other, just what I had looked up online. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge car guy, like you said, in the opening. Um, so I, I have a, an Alfa Romeo 4C that I go take to the track. Um, so I've been all over the country with that car. I used to live up in the Midwest. So I've been to like mid Ohio and a um, bunch of tracks up in Michigan. And ever since moving down here to Texas, I've been to a couple different places. Um, but, you know, I love that. And so one of the things I've been wanting to do is get a second set of, of wheels and tires for it. Cause it's still kind of on street tires and I want to get some, you know, some nice uh, track slicks and everything. And so I was actually talking to a buddy of mine that, um, know somebody that knows a wheel company and I said okay great so I can go buy the wheels from him and then I'm going to take them down here and then you know I got I actually I was in the plant last week and um one of our guys what well, ran over to me and he handed me the open throttle uh ring <laughs> as well so I would have it and then yeah. so I start looking through here going hmm if I get these new wheels what color do I want to go with yeah. So it's like, Hey, anybody watching this wants to give me suggestions. Um, what goes yeah. good with a red I, car? You know, what would be best for, is, to go with red? I'm like, digging these at the anthracite. Oh, that's a great color. I like this color. That was a, when I picked this up, I was just like, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, but not to, I mean, you're, you got some nice silvers in here too. That star silver. That's a really nice color too. I don't know mm -hmm. if people can see. That anthracite I've had in other other locations and it's a good looking color. Yeah, it, it is. It's multiple. It looks good on wheels. It looks good on outdoor patio furniture. It looks good, period. Yeah. Um, here's the, that anthracite. Auto anthracite. Oh, let me get it. It's kind oh. of showing up kind of dark here but yeah. oh, there we go there we go there it is yeah you just gotta have the light catch it but um it kind of it yeah it's kind of like a charcoaly metallic yeah still got some gloss to it though it's not uh no it does yeah mm -hmm. and yeah, the that... red is nice obviously this is that so you have a couple of reds in here actually yeah but that translucent red really jumps at you it's really nice Hey, wait, I'm looking for that one. And here's the thing. Well, yeah, and that's kind of funny because like the way that you guys put it on the, the thing, I wouldn't have done it that way. Like I would have grouped them silvers and then reds and then, but you have them like you group them by the powder style, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's the, they'll look really great as a, uh, as I go spinning off the track when I miss a turn or something, you'll screw up because I inevitably will, but you know what, <laughs> at least I'll look really good doing it. <laughs> yeah. And you have that, you have that basic black, you know, it's the nice black. Mm -hmm. If that's the auto black, it's a, yeah. the auto black's a super good product flows out really nice. 
Uh, yeah. It's yeah. got a nice a sheen to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like this. Yeah, this one too is kind of cool. It's got oh, got more of the, you can really see the flake in this one. Like, you know what I mean? Is that even a gold flake maybe or not? Um, it nope. kind of has a little bit of a gold, but it has like, it looks like it has a couple of different types of flake in it. Like it's it got, have. yeah, it oh, might yeah. have, because it seems like the gold flake is bigger than the yeah. background flake. Yeah, it looks like it's got a couple of different sizes in there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it gives it that dimpled appeal, you know? You know what's kind of interesting, though, speaking of the flake and everything. So we, you know, while we've been talking about, you know, I keep going back to our e-commerce store, but we actually, um, Fiona had to go and meet with a bunch of different people to figure out how in the world do we represent on a on a, your computer screen a metallic? Like how, how do we represent, make that look really good? And we actually found this company that does these really great pictures of the metallics. And I had never seen anything like that. And so it was really cool because you kind of can get a feel of what it's going to really look like without actually looking at a physical ring. Or if you haven't gotten yours yet. Yeah. So that was an interesting challenge for us to figure out. You know, have you noticed that I, I noticed like on commercials and stuff and we have it on our like a lot of our graphics too is that powder blast mm -hmm. you know those powder blast videos mm -hmm. or they're just little snippets right it's just like a little loopy snippet where it's got like all these different colored powders and they're bursting I guess powder burst and you know there's one guy or two guys probably in the whole world that are really good at that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know, you, you, I imagine the guy that you'd be asking to do something like that. They're very good at what they do, right? They're, they're, yeah. I'm the guy that if you want to show a metallic on, uh, you know, I have the best equipment to show that metallic too, mm -hmm. you know, on whatever surface it is, whether it's a powder sample or, or a glass or something whatever you know what i mean it's just like there's somebody a, in the world that specializes in that i think we did a calendar one year of the blast of powder of all different colors and stuff so yeah i, I like i'll tell you one thing i do like this caribou h h5 caribou that's kind of a neat like chocolatey it is a neat color. I bronze, I guess. I haven't seen it on anything, so I don't. I haven't have either, but that's an interesting color uh, to how you could, you know, um, I could see that on a rim. You know, I really could. So, I mean, I, what I'm getting at is, you guys could really, you guys really have put some forethought into what you've chosen here. You know, that it's not just like. Yeah, we'll just take these colors and put them on a brochure, you know, and like you've actually really taken the time to that's actually a green. I'm having a there we go. I'm having a hard time finding that's a pretty green. Um and stuff. And I know that um it seems like the silvers and the grays really aren't going away. And like people are really digging those colors. Yeah, I think that gray, that whole gray has picked up and I don't think I was ever a gray fan, but to me, uh just a medium gray with a black wheel or something automobile is pretty darn good looking, you know, yeah. on SUVs or cars, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Uh, when we did our survey on uh, to powder coaters and we produced that, um, this is back in 2019. Um, I wanted to know from other custom coders, like what are the top 
colors that your customers are asking for. I mean, because there's one thing when you do a, like we're in, you know, you're doing research uh, and these people come up with all these colors and want to know, you know, what's tomorrow's color, you know, today, whatever kind of thing. But I wanted to know what are the customers of these custom coders picking? I mean, because that's a totally different perspective. And for the most part, it was just basic colors like gray, silver, black, and white. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the bottom line is the guy that's just coming to bring his BMW, uh, Mercedes, Acura, whatever, Toyota, Tundra, and we get a lot of Toyotas over here, trucks and stuff. I mean, they seriously just want to make what their stock OEM look like or similar to that. You know what I mean? They're not looking to just throw out that crazy yellow neon, whatever, you know, and that's great and all. It's great that we have colors like that to choose from when that guy comes. But um, for the most part, they just want like this, make it like this <laughs> silver again. That's all I want, you know? And um, I think that's not gonna ever go away. I think just people extending the life of their cars and their finishes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Although I, I will say though, is that I, I, I'm a big sucker for green. So if I could find an application for like the neon, neon green, they, yeah. you know, I, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, trying to get as close as you can to stock colors on bikes and other like ATVs and stuff like that. That's really where you're going to. So what's it like for the guy that does all these samples? Is this all he does all day long? Is just do a I bunch of all day long, but they do spend some time doing it because that's yeah. thirty-two colors. How many are stock catalogs? What one hundred eight or something of the one hundred thirty, something like that. So there's a lot of time and effort goes into that. There's and, a there is, and and I think I think they probably tie that in with our spray outs as batches are made anyway. So you know he kind of cover kill two birds with one stone you need to spray it out to see what it looks like let's put it on test panels you know so. and it's also really interesting to see we have a whole room where yep. we just keep things like this and there's a uh the two women that work in there that are awesome and they they manage all of the brochure all the product catalogs and all the panels and everything and it's really cool to walk in there because it's just the whole walls just covered in every color all kinds of colors and the rings and the panels and all of a sudden i think when i first saw that room i was just kind of like whoa we make all this yeah. stuff and, yeah. and i was just like oh i like that oh i like that and you know just picking all that stuff up off the wall but it's been a fun project for me because we actually had to we uh develop an inventory system of all that because we were we've been sending out so much stuff to customers um, or potential customers that we were we were running out <laughs> Oh, wow! So, so yeah. I had to build some stuff in into our system that would kind of alert different people that like, hey, we're running low on the the open throttle brochure. You need to go get some more. And uh, so. yeah, um, that was like my first interaction yeah. with you guys because um, seriously, like we were just starting to get really busy, and. I think you guys called us, to be honest with you. I didn't call you guys, you guys called us and I don't know how you found us, but um, I thought that was just shocking because we were just the small time coder, you know, just getting started. And um, I just, and uh, you're like, can I, you know, can I send you a brochure or can I send you some samples? I'm like, hell yeah. 
you know? So, um, it was kind of cool. I felt special. You guys make people feel special. Well, That's what you guys do. And, and I think our group's just that way because I know if I'm out and about and I see, if I drive by your place by chance, I, I send that name to one of our inside salespeople and say, hey, is that somebody we do business with? And if it ain't, I guarantee you, you're going to get a phone call. So yeah, it's just what we do. I, I yeah. literally saw one today and called the guy it's his territory and I guarantee you this evening that person got a phone call so uh, it, it becomes a way of if we're going to get new business you you got to go to it you know so. cultivate leads yeah definitely and these guys are getting I'm telling you it's just new guys starting up every day every single day you know but you guys are giving us the confidence to do so you know in fact I'd say if you're starting you know up today you guys should be one of the first call, you know, coders should be the first, you guys should be the first people they call, you know, bef before some of these other places. Yeah. And and we've got a wide range setup to, to assist people too. We have our sales group that's out and about all over the U.S. and and Mexico and, and uh, up into Canada, but we have an inside sales group, you know, that assists our outside sales group. Us tech service guys are, are in so many shops, it's not even funny, you know. Yeah. Uh, even, But we have a full customer service group that you can call in and not even have to deal with a salesperson, you know, and get directly with them. So there's all kinds of ways for to do business with us. So, Kyle, are you based are you you based in Texas now then? Or yeah, do you work yeah so I, I'm in Texas and uh, up until... Uh, COVID hit, I, I was in the, in the facility every day. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm just steps away from the powder, where the powder is coming off the line. And, and that was really my, my job was to, you know, I go out and I talk to people all day long in our company and I say, you know, you know, why do you do it that way? And, and it's interesting for me, for somebody who's never made powder before to go out there and say, why is it that done that way? Or why, why do we do it this way? And for a company like IFS that, that is, you know, was a small company 10 years ago that has grown exponentially that we, there was a lot of there, even today, there's still some kind of growth things that we have, we've had to work through. And it's been interesting to see the, how much we've, how far we've come. And, uh, and while still supporting, you know, our roots. Mm -hmm. And you're based we, out of, are you based, Jason, are you based out of Texas or you're kind well, of more? Well, I live in Southern Illinois. That's right. Right on the Kentucky border. Uh, pretty much cover everything east of the Mississippi River. Yeah. And a few of those other great states on the other side. But yeah, you know, we have Dave down lo located in Texas and then Alex out in uh, out by San Diego area. Yeah. So, OK. So we're kind of spread out through there. But I, I think I told you the other day when we were talking, a bunch of our sales guys are really technical people. You know, right. they they could be a tech service person on their own in a lot of places. So so. You know, that, and that's been the motto of IFS. They don't want somebody that's just a sales guy. They want somebody that knows knows the products, knows the business, and can, can be helpful. Yeah, and actually, even speaking to that a little bit, we have um, our our almost our kind of internship program where we have our new sales guys. Um, we just brought two on, but before they could go out and actually be a salesperson, they had to come and work at the plant, and they had to go through and do all kinds of different jobs. They had to do customer service. They had to do work in the lab. They had to, they had to see everything before they could ever go talk to a customer. 
So they got to see what was going to happen after their customer order or something. So it gives them a quite a wide range of, uh, of knowledge before they hit the road. Yeah, I think, I mean, the two comments I have there is tech from a tech point of view, when you do call tech, if you're having a problem in applicating a powder or something's not acting like it should or something's not right within your system and you call tech, when we've called other powder coating companies, the first thing that comes out of their mouth sometimes just seems to be, well, you did it wrong. It's not our fault. You did it wrong. And it was like, okay, that may be true. That may not be true. I don't know, which is why I'm calling you in the first place. I don't want to get a pie in my face because, you know, everything, that's what you're calling about. You're trying to figure out, <laughs> you know, like what went wrong, whether it's the powder or not. Um, you say you follow the directions. Um, and the last thing somebody wants to hear is even if you've explained it and you've gone through your own methodology to say, okay, what, what did I do wrong? And that's the first thing custom coders, the first thing they need that, that, that powder suppliers need to understand is I'm pretty sure custom coder is going to go through their own check system, right? You know, I mean, you would guess, but I mean, I know new guys may not have that check system in place, but like if you're a, a, a quality professional coder, you already have that either in your mind or you've got a form that you have to fill out with your employer or whatever. And to know before you pick up that call to, to talk to you or whatever, or whoever to text so that you're not going to answer, ask those stupid, dumb questions, or you're not having to answer them. And it's like, I just don't, I think that's the last thing people want to hear is, well, you did it wrong. You know, like, okay, get that. Moving on, what else can I do to solve this problem? <laughs> it's like when you call your cable company when your internet doesn't work, they go, did you restart the modem? And it's like, yes, I did that already. That's the first thing I did. I'm calling you because that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes, it ta you have to do that in order to like, I guess the point is, is to that, you know, is you've, You've already tried to troubleshoot it. You've turned the computer on and off or whatever. I mean, they don't want to call you, but obviously that that first step didn't get it, you know, didn't work. So resetting the system, that's what we're leading to that call. And I think our mentality is just to get it fixed, whether it's whether it's a person issue or a product issue or whatever, you know, find the root cause and get it going, you know. So I, I think we're we fit that mentality pretty good. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome, cool. Well, I'm stoked. Is there anything else? I think we've talked around. We we covered it all. Yeah, we're the uh... we're the A team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we answered all them questions we had. So awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you guys today, and. Um, I'm so stoked again that you guys have been the first powder supplier to, sh to come on the show because uh, I think you're the, you were definitely an ideal candidate to come on the show as, you know, because of this customer level of service that you guys offer and, and, and tell us more about your company and this new line of uh, the open throttle. I don't know why I have a hard time remembering that name um, personally, but like, it makes sense 
that's the perfect name for this line, you know, open throttle, because it is all about cars and car restoration and matching colors and stuff like that. So thanks again. Well, thanks for having us. And, and, and we're, we're glad we were the first, you know, so. Yeah. yeah thank you very much. It's definitely, it's been an uh, awesome to be here. And that great news too. Um, to close now, are you guys offering any promotions or anything right now, or what do you have? So, you know, that is one thing, you know, we talked about having, you know, the Facebook groups and YouTube things and stuff like that. Oh yeah. You know, one of the things that we've seen through, I don't even know that it was our Facebook group, but of the ones we, we are on and myself are on is, you know, we get feedback through those. One of the things that, that some other companies do, they had much better shipping rates on small, you know, one through five pounds and five mm -hmm. through 10 and stuff like that. So I, I need to check if it's still going on, but the whole month of December, and I think most of November, we've been running shipping specials on Polychem. Oh, price. okay. That's good to know. So I'm not a sales guy, so excuse me for not knowing that. But That's uh, okay. I think being on those groups, and I just to recap that you are, uh, the group that you guys run is powder coating professionals. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It'll have the picture of the wheel like we talked about earlier. So. Yeah. That's what's on the cover. And, um, if you aren't subscribing to that channel, I, I highly recommend you do. I mean, a lot of us already are on there, but for those that are listening that don't, there is that other, it seems like they're popping up all over the place and, you know, there's UK guys now, or I, yep. maybe that one's been around and I've just never been exposed to it. There's, and, you know, the thing about those Facebook uh, pages, you know, I think people get on there and think they can't say anything about another powder company or something. That's not what our page is about by any means. It's on there to help. So if it doesn't yeah. matter if you're talking about our powder or somebody else's powder, obviously we don't want any bashing of anybody on there, but right. You don't have to be an IFS topic to get on there and participate by any means. Well, yeah, and just like anything, like whether you're on that group or tips and tricks or some of the other ones, the powder coating group, I mean, like you just need to be on there active. You know what I mean? And I think that's when I first saw your name, um, Jason, yeah. is I think you and I had a little a couple comments that we... Yep. And then I, of Chris Redding as well, I, I talked to him too. And that's the thing. It's just like, you have to be there every day. You have to answer questions every day. That's how people get to know you. Um, and um, so it's, it's, that's how you pick up customers too. And there, yeah. And, but there's a lot of people and, and I've said this out loud. I, I'm not a sales guy on there. It's simply if I've got an opinion I think can help you or something I know, I'll respond. But we're not there to sell you IFS product and, and we don't try to make it that way. So, yeah, uh, you know, we, we see what people are asking and, and see if that can, if we can help that in any way. Uh, but yeah, I'm on a lot of those and I've made a bunch of great friends that I've never would have met if it wasn't for some of those pages and some of them I respect because they do work that I can't do. You know, some of those custom yeah. shops just really turn out some great work. And those people, uh, they will message me. I'll message them privately, and we talk about all kinds of stuff. They might yeah. not even buy from us, but it's it's a group. You know, it's a it's just a group of people you you learn from, and and hopefully help you do better. So 
Yeah. And I think you said you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's just like, if you're going to say something or comment, just make it valuable, yeah. you know, make it worth something, um, be per, uh, positive or, you know, rather than bashing or name calling or whatever it is that a bunch of them do, but um, you know, just try to be, bring something to the table. Otherwise just don't comment, you know, but it is Facebook. <laughs> it is. You were right about that. <laughs> Love it or hate it. It is Facebook. But I actually enjoy being on the groups and stuff. I hope people don't get sick of our comment. I mean, we're just trying to share, you know, we may not share our jobs all the time as much as we'd like to, but um, I've just been so busy with just getting out those, the directory is kind of new and, and of course the podcast and just promoting that has just been a full-time job. So, but again, it's been great having you guys. Well, again, we appreciate it and appreciate you making the effort to, to put it out there. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great being here. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well have a great day. Aloha. And, uh, we'll see you someday in Hawaii, bringing me power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I got to figure out how to get that flight expense before I guess. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be right there with you. <laughs> I'll just put it on the IFS credit card. <laughs> yeah. It would get me there. It probably wouldn't get me back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Well, that was a great podcast. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Good to know you guys.